Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome back to episode number 232 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Renewing Our Minds, Part 4. This is our last week on discussing renewing our minds. And as I said so many times before this month, our desire is to empower you through God's eternal word. We want to help you develop a godly mindset, and that's really what's very important to us. We need all of us to renew our minds continuously because an unrenewed mind will only lead to ungodly living. In previous weeks, we discuss how important this is, along with the why and how of renewing our minds. So please go back and listen to any podcast that you have missed this month. This week, we want to focus on renewing our minds in regards to having peace of mind. We all saw the tragic death of the nine people who were on the helicopter with Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And it was such a sad event. And when you think about it, none of them knew that they would not reach that basketball game that day. Likewise, each day, we can be faced with challenges, demands, death, responsibilities that were unexpected and can leave us devastated. And if it's not us personally, then we know or rub shoulders with others who are having hard demands that are being placed upon them or different struggles that are flooding them and they're trying their best to come up for some air. In talking with many women, I'm finding that life, according to many, has just become very hard. So why is maybe taking a walk with a friend or sitting down and watching the sunset becoming such a special privilege? Like, what's going on? What has put such a demand or pressure or a sense of one obligation after another upon women today? I, I'm not sure. And, and of course, I'm addressing the women. I know some men may be listening to this podcast as well. I'm not leaving you out. It's just that I normally address women. But what I'm finding out is that there just seems to be stress and pressure coming from all sides. Today, I want to focus on renewing our minds so that we can have peace of mind. It is possible. And you might be listening today and you're discouraged because your marriage may be on the rocks. Maybe you're struggling because your child has made certain decisions that has caused their life to be heading in a direction you never thought it would. Maybe you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay that electrical bill. Or 
Maybe you're, you're concerned because your health is failing. I don't know what it is, but I know that God does. And I know that he sees it all. Vivian Green once quoted, she said, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Let me read that again. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. And one of the scriptures that I think that will help us to do that is Isaiah chapter 26, verses 3 to 4. And that's what I want to just focus on that one big passage today. And let me read it out of the New Living Translation. It says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. Now let's look a little deeper in this passage. It says, you will keep. Who is you referring to? It's referring to God. God is the one that's going to be able to keep us with a mind that is full of peace, a mind that is perfectly at peace. It says, you will keep. It doesn't say that you might or it's possible, maybe. No, it says God will keep. Now, now, what do we mean by keep? He's going to save, preserve, hold, sustain, maintain. So just look at the first part of this passage. It says God will keep in perfect peace. Now, in the Hebrew, that they're saying that that means peace, peace, like a double peace, like a peace that passes understanding. You know, when you look at the word peace in the Webster Dictionary, the definition says freedom from disturbance, tranquility. But yet, if you look through the Bible and with the biblical understanding of peace, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. And it's translated in the Septuagint most often by the Greek word Arian, and it has a wide range of meanings, including the idea of totality or completeness, success, fulfillment, wholeness, harmony, especially between individuals and especially between God and man, and just the whole idea of peace being well-being. So biblically, you can have peace of mind and still thrive in the midst of any kind of disturbances or chaos. It's a peace that goes beyond human comprehension. And it is a peace that, again, doesn't mean that there has to be freedom from disturbance or that there has to be tranquility. So this God, our God, the one true God, will keep you in perfect peace, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the disturbances. Now let's go to the next part of this scripture. It says, all who trust in you. Now that doesn't mean anyone has to be left out. All, including you listening, who trust or put their confidence in, in God, He's the object that we have to put our trust in, not in ourselves, not in our plans, not in what we think we can do, but he will keep us in perfect peace when all of us, or when you, let's make it personal, put your confidence or trust in him. 
And then he goes on all again, nobody has to be excluded, whose thoughts are fixed on you. Again, anyone who makes that decision to put their thoughts fixed on Jesus, fixed on God, will be able to experience this perfect peace. And when your thoughts are fixed on him, then you're going to do what it says in the next part of the passage. You're going to trust in the Lord always. You're going to have that confidence in him always. Why? Because you're, again, not trying to work it out through your own ability, through the ability of anyone else that can come to your rescue. And please don't, don't take it like I don't mean that we shouldn't have friends or turn to people to help us. That's not what I'm saying. But this perfect peace, this internal peace in the midst of disturbance and chaos that God can provide comes through having confidence in Him, not once in a while, but always where you have your thoughts fixed on him. You are constantly trusting him and his word that he is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he will do. Why? Because you go to the next part. For the Lord God is the eternal rock. The Lord God God Almighty, the one who is the Lord over all things, who created all things, is the eternal rock. Not could be, he is. First of all, he's eternal, no beginning or end. He's supreme over all things and he's a rock. Now, what do you think about when you think about rock? Something that is sturdy, doesn't shake, something that will hold you, something that is sturdy. So you can have a steadfast confidence in God despite of any trials or heavy demands that are placed upon you right now. Remember again, Vivian said life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Think about this. It's only in the dark that you see the stars. You don't see the stars when everything is bright and shining. When do we actually see stars shining more vividly? It's especially when things are dark and you place your focus upon the Lord, you'll be able to see his power in your life even more brightly. I was looking the other day and here one of the women who had attended our conference was reminding others about a poem that I had shared with her. The poem is entitled Welcome to Holland and it's by Emily Pearl Kinsley. And I just shared the thought of what Emily was sharing at the conference. And basically it's this whole idea. Now with her, she's talking about it in regards to a child with disability. But at the conference, I was sharing it in regards to when you have a plan and your plan does not come out the way that you had expected it to be. For example, say like you're planning this fabulous trip to Italy and you buy a bunch of guidebooks and you make your wonderful plans. Maybe you're looking to try to see the Colosseum or the gondolas in Venice, or other different things. You're just so excited to go to Italy. And after months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands and the flight attendant comes in and says, welcome to Holland. And you say, Holland? 
What do you mean, Holland? I got on this plane to go to Italy. All my life I've dreamed of going to Italy. But now you realize there's been a change in the flight and you've landed in Holland. And there you must stay. Emily goes on in her poem and she says the important thing is that they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So you must go out and buy new guidebooks, and you must learn a whole new language, and you must meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. It's just a different place. It's slower paced than Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there for a while and you catch your breath, you look around and you begin to notice that Holland has windmills and Holland has tulips and other beautiful things. And she goes on and she says, but everyone you know is busy coming and going from Italy. And they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, yes, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever, ever, ever go away. Because the loss of that dream is a very, very significant loss. But... If you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special, the very lovely things that are about Holland. Now, why did I read that to you? I read it to you because life has its ups and downs, its triumphs and its tragedies. We need to learn to accept it all and not just mope around through life, but be made stronger by renewing our minds constantly and allowing God to provide peace of mind. Peace of mind is possible as we trust and put our confidence not in the things going the way that we design or plan, but in a God who is faithful and steady as a rock, one whom we can lean on and who will not crack or falter in any way. One who knows every detail of your life and has the answers and strength that you may be searching for right now. Will you call upon him and let him bring peace of mind to your thoughts so that you can constantly be renewed through the power of his eternal word? If you're anxious right now, or have lost your hope, will you open your Bible and begin to read the Psalms and let them be a healing balm for you? I know if you ask, he will give you peace of mind. Well, it has been such a delight for me to share and talk with you this month about renewing our minds, and especially to end this topic with peace of mind. Trust God. Know that he is able to help you. Because sometimes what we plan or what we thought was going to happen in our lives doesn't take place. Does that mean that we still can't enjoy our lives? Does that mean it's all over? No. Take inventory of where you are right now. And to begin to look at the blessings that are right there, right now. And thank God for them. And let God lead you on. All right? Well, much love to you. And please join me again next week and smile, 
Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.